Welcome to Smiling in Hell 2.0, Chapter 2. Hey, you know, when I started this uh, podcast version of my uh, my blog, Smiling in Hell, I really only thought I would do it about once a week or so, but the uh, the response has been so overwhelming that I decided to go ahead and pick up uh, Chapter 2, which I did uh, about a year ago uh, in the early throes of the COVID situation, and, uh, and see what you all think. So uh, here we go, Smiling in Hell 2.0, Chapter 2, The COVID Conspiracy. Now, this is a disclaimer. Now, those of you who know me, and that's probably not many of you, but those who know me know that this is just a, a speculative spoof and a wacky idea, and, and no offense is meant to any group, individual, political organization, company, neighborhood, mammal genus, unknown fish species, or insect family except maybe spiders. I really don't like spiders. So anyway, a couple of years ago, I began work on a book or a potential screenplay, except I don't know how to write screenplays. And I actually am too much of an Aries to actually, uh, too much of an Aries to actually finish writing a book that I figure would never get published or produced with the working title of Injection, with apologies to any other works out there with the same title. And though there have been stories, films with similar premises, I really thought that my idea was, of course, the most original thing since the fourth version of A Star is Born. However, this is my idea. So if anyone wants to do a screen adaptation, novel, a musical, a comic book, or a Hallmark greeting card using it, uh, please note that there is a patent pending, a, a copyright applied for, and I even told my dog about it, maybe, yeah, probably. Well, see, the idea is that, as we all know, there are religious, ideological, political sects out there where the most ardent and dedicated followers are not only willing to die for the cause, they'll actually take a number and get in line, kind of like the butcher shop or the DMV, for the honor of offing themselves while taking out a whole bunch of innocent men, women, children, puppies, kittens, geckos, and anyone else who never did anything to them. Now, this one particular fictional, fictional, get that, sect, let's call them Stan, S-T-A-N. It's short for seriously terrible, awful, no good nicks, has been around for a long time, since the end of World War II or so, when they were really PO'd about the whole not winning the war thing, and has now grown to have clubhouses in every major and some minor cities in the whole world, you know, kind of like Amazon. Or Sam's Club. Yeah, that would mean from New York City to Wuhan, with a whole bunch of little bergs in between. And they're not Spectre, you know, or Thrush. Hey, remember them? Uh, the girl from Uncle. Think more of a Taliban-like organization, only on steroids, with cells not unlike the show The Americans, uh, but just about all over the darn place. And they're all thinking, hmm. Wouldn't it be nice to do something that would not only have the potential to kill a whole bunch of people, but even worse than that, to absolutely bring the world and especially the good old U.S. of A. to its knees, uh, economically speaking? Well, wouldn't it? Oh, but where do they get their funding, you may ask? Aside from a wide variety of very effective GoFundMe programs all over the world, let's just say there's also a mega substantial web of Republican, socialist, democratic, communistic supporters who have had their fingers in a lot of different pecan pies all around the globe for a very long time. 
And since this group has been in development for so long, they've been able to inject, get it, themselves into everything from Congress to Parliament to the local Kiwanis to the Screen Actors Guild. Oh, and to say nothing of their not-so-silent army of subtly injected news writing and reading friends we see and hear on TV, radio, remember radio, podcasts, blogs, hey, now, wait a minute, gosh darn minute with the blog thing, social media, and just about every other media purvey of what we'll call news. But we'll look at this global fraternity of media buddies later. Now that the whole dang world's reeling in the clutches of this avant-garde designer disease commonly known as COVID-19, it got me thinking about my book and of how this thing might really have gotten started. I mean, it's not like I don't have time now, right, since I'm retired, and let's dissect this, shall we? So picture the scene. A cities of small but hidden labs are set up all over the world. Let's say, just as an example, in Beijing or Poughkeepsie. So there's a small medical facility there. They don't really need much, maybe a nurse or two, a couple of guys with a modicum of medical know-how. Heck, they don't even have to be doctors, just so long as they know how to give a shot. As Arya Stark would say, stick them with the pointy end. Oh, and they'll have more than a couple of six-packs of a viral vaccine designed by Dr. Picasso and uh, Dr. Van Gogh on hand. I mean, it doesn't even have to be a totally original bug, right? Maybe just a clever combination of a bad flu meets malaria, meets athlete's foot, meets uh, spoiled milk. Hey, what do you want? I'm no epidemiologist. I mean, I, I don't even know how to spell it, uh, and it's hard for me to say. Okay, so now that we've already established that there are plenty of STANs willing to take one for the bad guy team by strapping a bunch of Semtech to themselves, pushing a button and setting off a 4th of July display on their chests, or maybe driving a minivan down the Champs-Elysees and turning a sidewalk cafe into a drive-through. Oh, can I get a croque, madame, to go, please? Or maybe even flying a couple of Boeings into the side of a great old big old building or two. Nah, who'd believe that? Anyway, you got to figure there's plenty of these comrades, brothers, soldiers. Well, no, not soldiers. Soldiers are actually very brave, while the members of this club are, how you say, oh yeah, uh, cowards. Anyway, there are plenty of these folks who are willing to earn a cosmic lollipop by getting an injection of this super-duper infectious bug, even though they know there isn't a remedy sitting on a shelf of the local Walgreens. Yeah, this little here little disease ain't going to just give them a tummy ache. It's pretty much going to be a sure thing that this here is a one-way trip to Valhalla or wherever for whoever lets it get poured into their bloodstream. So now, not unlike the walk back to the dorm from a night on the town, they get a couple of shots of this really catching and lethal bug. They go sightseeing in a nice crowded area. Maybe, maybe someplace like Rome or New York or Fort Lauderdale or a carnival cruise. And these subjects have a nice runny nose and are sneezing and coughing and maybe don't even have a good aim in the men's room. No, and they aren't washing their hands after they go either, especially not for 20 minutes. I mean, 20 seconds. Spreading the germs like a sprinkler head on the ninth hole, they go about their merry way, just hacking and spewing as they go on everybody and everything they can. So what happens? <laughs> you guessed it. Other people get sick. But see, unlike these suicide sneezers we've identified, our innocent bi-breathers really aren't ready to call it a day. 
and they get sick and go see their friendly neighborhood GP, who hasn't quite seen this version of the common cold. It's actually a very uncommon cold, so they sound an alarm. But wait, as I said, they have friends in the media, and I'm not saying exactly who or what media, who would like to see nothing better than the current status quo get, uh, well, unquote. So another disclaimer. On a personal note, with apologies to my friends in the news business, I have decided that since there are so many iterations of information being provided by so many uh, different media outlets, I really don't know who to believe. So I haven't really trusted anything I've heard since Uncle Walter. Now, that being the case, I've opted to take everything I hear, read, and especially see shared on every variety of media provider with the proverbial grain of salt uh, the size of a Buick. Even the media vendors I would really like to believe or want to agree with, I still figure they have their own agenda or are just sharing the misinformation they heard too. So anyway, pass the salt. Now, let's just say they just happen to mention that there's a really bad virus thing out there and a whole bunch of people are going to die unless we all do something. And suppose, just maybe, that there are a few doctors who are also on the bench of Team Stan. Remember them now? This fun little party has been going on for a while. By the way, I am not casting any aspersions on the medical profession at all. In fact, some of my best friends are doctors. Even my doctor is a doctor. But couldn't it just be maybe that if enough, quote, salty docs or medical, quote, experts decided to say that this viruscular thing out there, uh, and if we don't do something really drastic like, oh, I don't know, close the world, that millions and millions of people are going to die? A reporter or two from a respected news outlet starts to share this, and then everybody starts to hear about all these people who are healing over from a disease that sounds like it was designed by Toyota or a beer company. Numbers then start getting thrown around. Big numbers, it seems. How many people have already died from this virus? I guess they did. Maybe they didn't. Who knows? I mean, a lot lot of them were a little older, 80s and 90s or so. And, and not to be insensitive, but maybe it was just their time anyway. We lose some celebrities too, which is also a shame. And the families are told it was this COVID thing. But enough people who might have passed away anyway are counted as victims. And oh my God, now all of a sudden we have to shutter all of our businesses, put millions of people out of work, tell people they have to stay home, wear masks, or or suffer total ostracization from everyone at the local Piggly Wiggly, destroy our economy, and create mass hysteria because maybe everyone is going to die. And our elected officials who sort of have to believe what they're told because these are medical experts and doctors telling them, follow the instructions of their, quote, advisors who may or may not be in on this little April Fool's joke. I mean, can you imagine? Get enough people to tell the same story and everyone here from BF Egypt are running for the hills for toilet paper and hand sanitizer. Remember those days? For all we know, we haven't lost any more people to this cause than the normal death rate would have been. Keep in mind, I look at most of everything I hear, especially these numbers, with a jaundiced eye. Hey, maybe it's jaundice. Do we really know what the actual possible impact of this would or might be? And why would we trust it? I mean, 
it's not like there hasn't been inaccurate information shared before, right? This is just on a much bigger scale. And anyway, the mind reels. Then I can't help but a picture, but picture a bunch of members of Stan meeting at the local pub or shawarma stand and having a one great big guffaw over a couple of pints. They closed all the businesses, they laugh. I know. And they're saying it was started by some guy eating bats in China or what? They don't even know. They actually do have a couple of cures already on the shelf too. But like you said, their system won't let them use them. This has worked even better than the airplanes. Drink, laugh. <sighs> like I said, though, just an idea for a book or a movie. And, uh, of course, I'm available to play the guy who uncovers and exposes this uh, hoaxish conspiracy to the whole world. Anyway, I'm just saying, thanks for visiting Smiling in Hell. Keep your smiles on. Until next time, take care.